This is a Delta Green TTRPG podcast, so content warnings will be in the description below. Today, Emmalyn takes a nap, Dasha is observant, and Eliza is ruthless. This is the Placeholding Podcast. cold open for this one uh yes but uh separately and i don't know if this is going to make the cold open or not but my dumb ass during the countdown clicked off of it to get to the regular screen to be like all right and now i'm ready and then like had the moment of panic and be like no wait i need to see the countdown <laughs> and got there at three well i mean Beautiful. at least you made it yeah no 100 <laughs> percent. but yeah no i filed out another one away for you know, all those morosexuals out there. How's it going? What? Um, What's that word? That's a new why word is, of the day. Why is every cold open just a dating app pitch? <laughs> it's not every. It's only two out of six. That's fine. Uh-huh. I, listen, I'm you sad say, and lonely. You say that uh, like he's not going to go back <laughs> and edit them in now. So yeah, it's like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, morosexual, uh, sexually attracted to morons. I don't oh. think it's an actual thing. I was just <laughs> portmanteauing. Uh, no, the actual thing. Wait, what's we portmanteauing? Discuss, Word of the day number two. <laughs> a portmanteau is when you smash two words together. Oh, great. What's smashed? Word of the day number two? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what are words? Oh, no. This is what I was like as a child. Why? Why are you doing this to me now? It's payback for whatever somebody else had to deal with with raising you. Yeah. No. Okay. You know what? I guess this is the cold open now and not like the fact that there's so many typos in our character sheet, like the word foreign. Um, Wait, what? No, I got- it just goes with the Foreign vibe. languages okay. and other skills. Uh, no. F-O-R-I-E-G-N. No. Why did you point that out? (laughs) That's the worst. (laughs) It is bad. That is, that's almost as bad as psychological. Psychological. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that one. I have combed through Um, my character sheet and I cannot find a single spelling error. I'm starting to think I don't know how to spell things. I'm. I'm looking at your character sheet when I look at that. Yours has been the one I've been using as a reference sheet. I think everything is spelled right and I'm not going to question it. No. So this is a visual gag, which is bad for a cold open for a podcast, but you know, get fucked. Uh, If you look right under unnatural uh, on the rolls to foreign. F-O-R-I-E-G-N. I would have thought that's how it's spelled. I before E, except after C, right? And that's not after a C, so that makes sense to me. But only if it rhymes with B. Is that part of it? I went to an American school. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there are, there are a ton of, like, exceptions to the rule, so it's a shit rule. Yeah, it's English. It's <laughs> a bad rule. It's a bad rule.
classic. It it's not psychology that's lower. It's uh up above all the roles. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh psychological data where it's like motivations and mental disorders. What in that box next to it? Is that not spelled right? No. no. Oh, great. Okay. Um, cool. I did play second in a spelling bee in elementary school. If you could even believe it at this point. No, but, but that's the I thing. I can because that was a long time ago. <laughs> no, but, but, but the, th- the thing is, like, because all the letters are there, your brain is a wonderful thing and it will rearrange the letters so it reads correctly when you look at it. And it's only if you really mm-hmm. sort of nitpick and notice. And once you've noticed it, then you'll sort then of it see just it. just sticks so, out like a yeah. sore thumb. What I'm hearing is my Speaking brain is sore- super smart okay. and laid back and that's really cool. Yes. yes. <laughs> Be proud. Um, speaking of sore thumbs, though, uh, my thumb's bleeding. Oh, uh, stop! Which just started. What did you do? So, that's fun. It's okay. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So last we left off. No, wait. I don't do recaps. That's not <laughs> what we do. Um. But I'm going to now because I don't know how to transition otherwise right now. Uh. Last we left off, you all returned back to find that you had been duped by the children into believing that there were enlightened when there were, in fact, none. Um, having returned back to camp, you are now worried about a potential ambush and need uh, and are deciding what your next course of action would be. Yes. Yes. So I believe what I said was... Uh you know, really there's, there could be danger approaching us here and there could be danger, you know, in whatever new location we go to. So it just depends on what you guys want to do because we'll face it regardless, I think. So it's the enemy we don't know at all or the enemy we know about 5%. Exactly. I like those odds not a lot. About 5% a lot. Don't like any of it. Well, unfortunately, you gotta make a choice. And not making a choice is also making a choice, so. Can we ask around and see where uh, our lovely leader has gone? Uh, yeah. If they, if, I mean, if, like, the general direction... Uh, yeah, Taylor will be able to help you out with that as she's the one who collates this information in the first place um, and and informs you, uh, yeah, uh, Del Rey went into the city. Um, they're going through um, the, the underground mall um, for at least part of the way there. Um, well, that doesn't sound like a sketchy location at all. Has there been any word? Uh, so this will, uh, you know that radio transmissions of any kind are basically function as a radar to the enlightened to tell you, tell them exactly where everybody is, uh, to give function. Um, there's not really, uh, 
a way to communicate without giving off some kind of wave that they can tap into to get a ping off of where people are at. Well, then I guess we have a third choice. We can also go see if we can find him. Maybe. Maybe we get the whole camp packed up and ready to leave at a moment's notice and take a quick trip, see if we can find anything. If not, we leave. Fine with me. Best plan we've got. So then I think we tell um, Taylor and Smooth Jeff to kind of get camp packed up and ready to go. And that if we're not back in a certain number of hours to, to leave to the next spot or to a general meeting point. So you do know where their next meetup point is. I think we would set it or try to. Okay. Yeah. They give you uh, the location on the map saying, all right, we we're going to move out here. Um, that way, when you guys return, we can just get out of this fucking city. And and see where we can go from there. Do we also have a map? Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> if you're asking if I prepared one, no. No, no, it's fine. I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't completely useless of her showing us where they were going on a map. And yeah. then we didn't have the area memorized, so we'd just wander. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's completely fair. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, they start loading everything up into um, the the uh, couple of cars that you guys have. Uh, the reason why you guys are trying to take care of these ones in particular uh, are that they are older. So th- uh, you were able to disable the radios in them manually, which is... Always a threat when you're driving a car in the first place if you don't have the technical know-how of how to do that. But these are older cars, so you were able to take them out, and that's why you guys are super careful with them. Because with the newer cars, that's kind of harder to do because everything's run on a computer now. Yeah, nobody's touching the Tesla. Um, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I mean... No one's touching the robo truck anyways or whatever, the cyber truck. <laughs> Looks like a game asset that hasn't fully loaded. Anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> they're packing up uh, into the vehicles and you all uh, venture into the city. Oh, how exciting. And um, just to clarify, so I imagine with Taylor and Smooth Jeff, we like told them kind of what we like the plan that we wanted to do. Um, so I'm laughing at smooth Jeff still. Um, <laughs> Every time. Same. It's so good. But I also imagine it's kind of like the end of the day since day and night cycles are switched. So now he's like stubbly Jeff. Um, so five o'clock. He's shadow- not shaving. Okay. It's just kind of always stuck at the five o'clock. Like it's not growing any more than that. Oh. So smooth is an exaggeration. Okay, so okay. He's not smooth Jeff. He's sandpaper Jeff. Sandpaper Jeff. <laughs> when you met him, he was smooth Jeff. But since then, there's not really a lot of opportunity to necessarily shave unless you're like really looking out for it. Like, like I hope he found yeah, some like they'd woman's rather waxing give- kit. 
and like use it on his yeah, face. Yeah, well, they'd rather point. give those supplies to those who want it rather than the guy who doesn't really need to shave. <laughs> you know? Are you saying that women still need to shave in the apocalypse? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I am saying that uh, Eliza has mentioned wanting to be hot and by current hot standards, that usually implies that, even though that is not necessarily true in general. Any bitch who takes wax strips during the apocalypse when the wax can be used as a temporary adhesive needs to be bitch slapped. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Eliza's hairy and hot. (laughs) All right, that's fine. No, that... Great. We're hairy women and we reject your beauty standards that you're forcing onto us even a year into the apocalypse. We burned our bras, okay? (laughs) I think Jeff has has taken those beauty standards to heart, though, and doesn't want sandpaper on his face. So he's, you know, (laughs) he's waxing that shit. So, yeah, it is still smooth, Jeff. He's stealing all the wax strips. That is canon. (laughs) He found the nair (laughs) in somebody's house. (laughs) Um, so I think what I was saying is, is that Smooth Jeff and Taylor would know that essentially not to tell the rest of the group where they're going to keep information as consolidated as possible. So there's less people to know and use that information if they got attacked by the enlightened. Correct or no? Um, so trying to con- keep information consolidated like that it would probably behoove people to not tell you guys where they're going and leave someone partially there uh, to lead you then to where they're going. So that way, if you guys are turned, they might be able to get away and or not be turned and let that information die with them, right? Mm -hmm. So if that's what you're worried about, the group as a whole can know where they're going because if they're attacked by enlightened, it doesn't matter because the entire point is keeping the group knowing where they're going, right? You all going out and then needing to return back are the weak link. Okay. Gotcha. I just wanted to clarify yeah. that. Yeah. But I think we've already established. I mean, that said, that said they will follow what you guys say. If you say, Hey, just keep it between yourselves, have them follow you, and and just keep it quiet. They will do that. Okay. All right. Uh, as you start to delve deeper into the city, um, you know that the underground mall uh, that it eventually uh, that you guys are headed towards um, to to try to pass through. Uh, so the rubble leads into the main city where. Pretty much everything is undisturbed. Um, And the underground mall entrance is in the main city, downtown, city center, whatever you want to call it. Um, And then by going into the underground mall, you could potentially bypass part of the city to come out almost at a curve um, into more uh, rubble. Um, that then allows you to keep uh, to get to the location that they were uh, scouting out uh, and and uh, trying to get supplies from. A question, as well as potentially establish contact. Yes, 
Is this the same town from the prequel? Foreign Falls? No. Yeah, okay. No, this is a proper city. Horn Falls would never sure. dream of an underground yes. mall. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. No, what they called the mall was like a sh- like one of those outdoor shopping ships where it's just like, it's not a mall. It's just a lot of stores in a location. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. So I guess we follow the path. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, there's not a path to get there. Um, like I mentioned, the outskirts, as you get deeper into the city, it's almost like you can see the line where, um, they, whatever they are, are maintaining the city. So there's the rubble from the bombs dropped and going off. And then, uh, so y'all have to navigate that before getting into the main city where there's still the grids. There's still, um, no lights are on like no stoplights, but all the streets look maintained and such. So, um, and you've scouted out that way before. That's why you kind of know this. Um, so, so you could potentially have a few routes there. Uh, go ahead and give me an athletics check to uh, whoever's leading the way to see how much time passes uh, before you get into uh, the city proper. Would anybody be leading that? Sorry, my browser crashed give me a moment uh i only have base <laughs> athletics so i i definitely wouldn't be leading ever good i can roll for it um it's a 76 on a 50 failure before you can make it through the rebel you feel the sun's rays rise up behind you. Um, Everything goes into the color of peaches and cream and the sun starts to rise. Well, that's just lovely. And how far off? And that's before you get into the main city. Okay. I'm just gonna, you know, keep a hand on my sword as we make our way because when as soon as the lights up yeah my weapon is drawn much yeah have we decided on a specific way we're gonna get around this shit I mean if if the lights if the sun's rising is there anywhere that any of us would feel safe trying to trying to hide like find a gap in the rubble or you know an like an old car and just sort of get in hunker down in the footwells and just pass the time essentially 
Um, you can all make that decision if you decide to. Well, I mean, I are like we? You said that. Are you thinking about hunkering down for the whole day? No, out of character, I'm thinking like our two characters haven't rested at all. We've already traveled like a two hour round trip in the other direction. Um, And applying just applying realism to this very real scenario, how useful would we be in terms of any of our reaction times, mental faculties and stuff. If we, if we carried, carried on pushing there, forward. Just to clarify, since I don't think we've actually brought this up in game, that is what will PowerPoints are for, uh, as the two who have been awake, Dasha and, uh, um, Oh my God. I was doing so well at remembering we everybody's name. <laughs> Emmeline. Gonna cut all that part out. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, as the two people who have been awake the entire night, because that's when most people function, uh, as it's gonna start to get into day, your willpower points will be dropping. Um, you get a D6 back per full night's rest. Um, uh, but if anything that requires you to uh, force yourself to do something after something traumatic, um, staying up, uh, b- pushing yourself beyond your regular limits, right? Those all burn willpower points. Um, once you get to uh, two points, willpower points, uh, you get a negative 20 on all rolls automatically. And when you get to zero, you fail all rolls no matter what. Got it. So about par for the course for me then. <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe there's a function as well that if it drops below zero, uh, you suffer bouts of temporary insanity. We may play with that a little bit. I don't think so. So like, don't worry about that as much. Um, more worry about the mechanics of losing those points because like I said, a full night's rest is only 1d6 worth back. So as they drop, it's going to be a struggle to get them back. So that is something to be cognizant of. A thousand percent. Okay. Um, if you guys need to rest, I can hold watch for a couple hours. If we can find a good spot. Maybe if we found a good spot, that might be a good idea. It's been a long night. Can we see if there is an ideal location, please? Uh, go ahead and I, you can, so something else I want, uh, I search is what I was going to say. Uh, something I want to make clear to, clear to you guys okay. as players is when I say make X role, you guys can always argue for a different role if you think it'll work. Copy that. And so I just, I, I do want to make that clear, uh, to feel free that if I'm like, Hey, yeah, give me a search. And you're like, well, I think that this should work instead. Uh, Sounds you know, good. Then I, if if I think it'll work, then I will make it work. Okay, I'll be certain. I'm down to do a search roll. Yeah. But for oh this, I goodness. think it is search. I think We're that so makes insightful. the most sense. I rolled a 13 yeah. on a four. Cool. It is daylight now. And I got a 29 <laughs> on an 86. 
Yeah, very, very good roles, you two. Um, yeah. Yeah, we can see. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, yeah, uh, that is the bonus is as you start to wake up. Um, or wake up? No. I'm going to try that sentence again. As you start, the says, as the hello. sun starts to get up, fucking, I'm... End yeah. of episode, I'm done. <laughs> As the sun rises in the sky. It's the Teletubby sun. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Um, Never make that sound again. (laughs) It was only a little terrible. I couldn't actually do a baby giggle, so that was the closest I got. Um, Demented doll? Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. A little bit terrifying is exactly my vibe. Um, so yeah, you're able to, uh, find, um, there's a couple of places as, uh, you aren't fully out of the rubble yet that you can see, um, that if you wanted to hunker down in the rubble could give, um, basically the way that buildings collapse ended up creating a concrete tent, um, that you could huddle into. Um, there are some cars that you could, uh, jump into on the street as you might expect. Um, as well as you see, um, a, a uprise building that doesn't, it's just on the edge where, um, a lot of the building has been crumbled and blown blown away but it is still upright standing and looks sturdy so you may be able to enter there and hopefully because it's partially damaged you're hoping that none of the enlightened would have set up shop in there but you're unsure so those are your kind of uh, three options um the the concrete tents um are they sort of low to the ground or are they more sort of like full-size tents? Because I'm thinking if it's sort of lower than eye line, there's no real reason to, to like for anything to like look in there and check them if there's no sort of um, sign of our, of our entering the area. Uh, yeah, there, there's a couple and they are lower. Uh, so... Where the rubble starts, there is not a clear eye line, right? Because it's like constant, mm. like hills and and debris, and um, which is why it's so hard to move through. Um, but the plus side of that is that on you can sometimes get lower down into the rubble and be completely hidden uh, from eye line and and just tuck in under, um, you know. Parts of old road, parts of old building, um, and and just not be noticeable. And sometimes these spaces are are fairly spacious, um, comparatively. Um, that there are a couple. Um, you you see one that uh is a little bit farther away from uh where the city proper is um 
then there's uh, two that are like right near the edge of where you see that they are maintaining uh, the city. You don't see them maintaining it currently, just to be clear. But like it doesn't look damaged like the surroundings do. Um, but uh, you can actually see literally where it meets there it, and it kind of drops off into like the smoother uh, asphalt and, and the proper buildings. Um, a few little nooks in there that you can uh, kind of be by. Um, okay, so probably further from that point is the best place to set up shop, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want them accidentally wandering too close. No, we need to at least stay a little bit far away from it. Yeah. All right. I'll set up watch. Settle in. You want to have any pillow talk? I really don't feel like now is the appropriate time or place for that. Thank you for listening so far. Sorry for the late upload. Um, I was actually in Canada over the last weekend, and uh, it was quite a uh, great great trip, but a little bit difficult on, on the uh, ability to get things out on time side of things. Um, but I appreciate you all bearing with us. Um, on that note, I was actually part of a charity stream that uh, is still kind of going on for the rest of the month. It is for the Terry Fox Foundation, uh, which uh, supports cancer research. So uh, if you'd like to support it, please uh, look into how to do that. Uh, I, I'll try to have a link in the show notes as well. And that ch- uh, that'll be good until the end of the month. Um. In other news, if you're listening to this right now, then literally tomorrow I'm going to be doing a 24-hour F1 stream uh, over on my Twitch channel. So uh, hopefully uh, see some of you there. If not, no worries. Uh, I know it's sudden to spring it on y'all. Um, finally, uh, thank you all for, for listening. And um, oh, uh, the EP is out. It's uh, Collecting Dust. It features um, the opening song to the podcast, which is uh, named Moments of Clarity and a little bit of a softer synth wave song as well. So so uh, be sure to check that out. It'll be up on Spotify eventually um, and hopefully eventually sooner rather than eventually later. Uh, okay, I think that's everything. So thank you all for listening. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, please uh, tell people about it. Like I said, none of us are super active on social media, though I will be getting on that soon in the future, I promise. Um, so, yeah, the only the only way we have to spread the word is uh, through through you all. And, and so uh, if you like it, give it a like uh, on Spotify or like a rating on Spotify and on iTunes and all that good stuff. Um, I hate this part. Can you tell I hate this part? I, 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 I hate 
this part. All right. Well, uh, in other good news, we will be getting back to uh, to the episode. So uh, I hope you all have a wonderful day and I will see you at sunrise. All right, cool. I oh, I'm just standing on. silently outside <laughs> looking for any signs of danger, so I'm not going to be involved in any talking. Yeah. <laughs> so how long are you guys going to be resting for? I think if we were probably like a half rest. Because a full rest so, would put us like, I think, into the realm of possibly missing... Um, Del Rey and the other. Um, so maybe like three, four hours enough to kind of get like a power snooze in. Mm. Yeah. Um, in that case, what I would do is not drop your willpower points for continuing, but, and you don't need to regain any currently, but in the future, you just won't regain if you do that. Mm-hmm. And depending on how tired you are, may not still be enough. Um, but for now, I think that's fair. Uh, why don't you give me an alertness check? Sorry, I should specify who I'm talking to. I think we all know, but Evelyn. It's okay. The, is the awake not her one. Name. Eliza, Eliza is her is, name. Is, why do I think is Evelyn? very alert? No, Eliza. that's not her name. No, it's not. Uh, think Eliza Thornberry. Yes. She's very alert. Yes. See, I um, rolled a 19 out of 50. Success. You hear it in the distance first. It's just a slight buzzing sound. And then that spreads and it becomes a cacophony near the middle of uh you're not sure how far out it is but it is once you pick up on the noise it is so difficult not to hear it um as this ringing noise just fills the air it's hard to pinpoint where but you know it's coming from inside one of the buildings in front of you. And then all of a sudden, as if a wave crashing to shore, it just comes to an end. And then you hear it build up a little bit closer. Okay. So I'm gonna um, just approach uh, my friends, quote-unquote friends, um, and <laughs> listen, Eliza <laughs> doesn't have any friends. And to Eliza be clear, has potential assets. <laughs> yeah. To be clear, this is Rachel maybe friends, 30 though. minutes into, into resting. It's not even a full thing. Yeah. So if you want to disturb them for this, go ahead. Hmm. I will point. say at that point, them not resting is going to be on you. Yeah. There's some weird shit going on though, and I don't like it. Um 
then I'm, hmm, which one of you do I want to wake up? Because I don't, I don't want to do both of you. Let's see. I know who I put my money on being drinkier about being woken up. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to approach Dasha. And I'm just going to put my hand over her mouth so that I can wake her up. But then she doesn't scream because I don't want to make any noise. I feel like this is a pretty normal way for people to be w- woken up in the apocalypse at this point. Yeah. So it's no longer like as panic inducing, like maybe a little bit of adrenaline. Yeah, I think there's like, like a no longer yeah. like the there's a yeah. brief heart rate spike and then like, a, oh, this is somebody I know. OK, look at them. Yeah. Right. What's going? Yeah, it's it's no longer the thing of oh I'm about to be murdered. It's now like a oh okay I'm awake. <laughs> and Dasha's like, yeah. what's going on? There's a noise coming from inside the building, and it's getting closer. And do I hear it? I don't know. Yes. Okay. Um, almost as if on cue. In the in a building that's maybe God, why am I trying to do distances? 600 feet. I guess that sounds good. Maybe 600. I'll say whether it's, whether it's close or really far or yeah. You know. How many forearms away? A good is this? distance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would probably say at least 600, 700 forearms. Fantastic. Uh, um. Yeah. Um. About this point of reference is not away. working for me. <laughs> <laughs> this point of reference does not work for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. You're instantly able to tell what the sound is when it becomes this close. It does seem like it jumped uh, buildings. Um. And it is the sound of phones going off starting at the lower level and rising up throughout the entire building and it is a cacophony i'm gonna actually need uh edit out the sounds so it makes it sound like i know your name emma evelyn uh i'm gonna need you to roll me something to stay asleep to be perfectly honest (laughs) Cool. Um, constitution. I think constitution is <laughs> what I was just thinking too. Yeah. Uh, 42 on 80. Success. Uh, yeah. So if you choose to, you can sleep through it. But it is a cacophony of ringing. A variety of different tones. I don't going think off. I don't think I could choose to, but it's as a player, you have the power to decide whether you wake up or not. But as that's a, what this role but is. But as a method actor, um, <laughs> you know, I I feel like just the ringing of phones just sort of spark a memory of a previous life. 
where it's like, oh no, the phone's ringing. And there would just be this grumble of, who the fuck is calling me so early? And she wakes up. <laughs> this is like me every morning when my 17 alarms yeah. go off like two minutes <laughs> apart from each other. Jesus, preach into the choir. And, and so like I get up at two in the morning to get to work, right? And so I am always like hyper paranoid that like my super loud alarm that's going to wake me up is going to be like the worst for my neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad every time it goes off. I'm like, it's effective. <laughs> <laughs> like I full body launch myself out of the bed to stop this alarm because it's just like um, it. My alarm uh, for anyone who's listening is is. Um, a mashup of Spikes by uh, Death Grips um, with um, Run from I Am The Kid You Know Who I uh, Know What I Mean. Um, and if you know those two songs, uh, it's not something you want to hear at <laughs> two in the morning. Well, I guess at least the Super guilt effective. causes you to get up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a great song. Like, I love it musically, but like, the immediate, like, like is not good for (laughs) i don't understand anyone who can get up to alarms like i set six in the mornings because i know i'll sleep through them but they'll wake uh my husband up and he'll wake me up (laughs) yeah i at least i've gotten better at it since i got an apple watch because then if i set the alarm on my iphone it vibrates the apple watch so I find that actually a little more effective than sound because then it's like kind of shaking my wrist at least. Um, so I that's, that's pretty effective. Um, yeah. If I wasn't like super poor, I would look into it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's like the number one reason to drop the money on an Apple watch. No, but <laughs> like, no I don't own any Apple products either. That, so it would just be, be the watch. <laughs> expensive alarm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it. Um, yeah. But as the ringing goes off, you find yourself awake, Emmeline. Just fucking scowling, rubbing my eyes, hating <laughs> life, hating them. It's not their fault, but I hate them anyway. I don't think we should approach, but we need to be on our toes. Oh, the noise? I think we yeah. need to leave. Completely. Yeah. There's there's no world in which this turns out well for us. Not in this world, not anymore. Can they ping our location using frequencies from the phones or do we have to be holding phones ourselves is this a add a character in character question yes (laughs) um (laughs) i would say give me i will tell you for free out of character and because i think this is going to be in the primer that we discussed me suddenly recording. So add that to my to-do list. Um, (laughs) Oh no, you have things to Um, do related to things you want to do. (laughs) Why do you only add, 
I know how you DM me feeling bad about all the shit I have to do. But the second it's in public, you're suddenly bold and (laughs) bully me. Yeah, that's our our dynamic. I'm a total brat and I'll apologize for it later. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Um, She has a reputation to uphold. Yeah. (laughs) Um, no, so so uh, this will be in the primer. So, so apologies if you've heard this before. Uh, for these folk, it's been a few weeks. Um, I think that at a character, you guys should know that you don't have to be holding it. Um, old landline phones give off like where people are at. So it's not like just holding it. Sick. There is a distance to it, but I don't think you guys would know that. Um, I think in character, each of you can give me a luck roll to see if that's something you would have come across. Because I, I feel like some people may have come across that and known the difference between, oh, is it something we have to hold or is it like, what's the distance on it? I don't talk to anybody. That's no. a 67 out of 50. My luck roll succeeded on a uh, 17 out of 50. Yep. Yeah, mine was 67 on uh, 50, so no. Okay. Um, the only person who rightly was the one who was like, fuck this. <laughs> uh, you do know that you don't know the distance at which you have to be uh, to have been, you know, quote unquote, spotted by by the ringing of the phones, but you do know that you don't have to be holding it, and that eventually, if you're within a certain range of it, you will be pinged. Okay, so I know that we've been spotted, essentially. Um, at this distance, probably. Oh, okay. Not. Um. Like I said, it's it's a bit away, but there's so many phones ringing in there that it is a cacophony. There's no way you're going to be able to get close to that building without getting spotted. But from where you're at currently, you're probably all right. I think we need to leave. Something has been spotted, at least to what I believe. And if it's not us by now, it will be us soon. And we either need to unfortunately cut our losses and hope that Del Rey can get out. But if not, it's going to be five deaths versus two. I think we need to leave. Fine. Let me just get out of this house coat and we'll be off. I'm still half asleep. I I saw the head tilt. (laughs) House coat? It's like a dressing gown, but like a bit more formal. Like Like a robe? Yeah, it's like a robe, but like a a more posh one. Did you bring a a a dressing robe on our expedition into the city? (laughs) No, no. The the idea was half asleep, woke up because she thought it was like a phone alarm. So it's like she's still sort of somewhere between asleep and like, this isn't regular life, not real life. She's a little Delulu. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have any better ideas. I 
it's the same situation. Either we try to go around and maybe run into whoever comes out to see what these people have pinged or these phones have pinged, or we head back and potentially in the time that you guys have killed those folks had this conversation and I'm deliberately interrupting in the middle right here uh, in the middle of your sentence, the phone's cut off again. And the silence lingers. We should leave while the phones are quiet because they're either heading this way or whatever whatever set it off has been caught. Either way, here is not a good place to be. Yeah, I don't like the odds that they've found something. All right, well, I guess we can make our way back and try to get to camp. I mean, but Delray... Doing so will... Yeah, we have to decide if... what we're willing to leave behind versus what we're willing to risk and Delray has been the head of our group for a while and that's wonderful and has helped us in a lot of ways but at the same time every decision we have to make right now is a bad one that's what it feels like Can we maybe get a wide berth around this area to where we could keep going forward, but stick a little further off the beaten path, so to say? I know there's not a natural path, but, you know, just phrasing. Are you asking me? Um, or are you asking the it, group? It, it can include you and, and everyone else. I guess I'm asking everyone else, but I don't know if they know that either, so... Also asking you. (laughs) No, uh, what you guys know is that basically the outside of the city for the most part, it's not a perfect ring, but most of the outside of the city has been bombed to shit. So there's plenty of points to go around through the rubble. It'll take a while. It's not safe in terms of traversal or uh, during daytime being out and about. But it is doable to have multiple points of uh, ingress into the the city center. And is the city center where um, Del Rey and Harry Jeff were going? Uh, Okay. Yes. We could try another route. That doesn't feel good if the if the buildings this far out have been rigged with phones to ping the further the further in we go more buildings more phones hey at this point we're just signing our own death warrants i don't like the idea of them being at our back well yes that's, that's only marginally less uh uh, that's only marginally, you know, 
more good, actually, than being at our fronts. Um, they're at our backs. They are behind us and we are moving away. If we keep going this way... To survive, we just have we need to think to about the them. fact that we're, we may be leaving them to die. Because they're not going to know where the new camp location is. So even if they survive this and come back, they don't have a home to go back to. Two idiot kids can make it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Delray and Harry Dave can manage. Oh, I'm pretty sure those kids are dead now. Probably. Also, Harry Jeff. Harry Jeff. That's the one. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I will have you remember. If you're abandoning him to death, I will have you remember his name. Last <laughs> <laughs> one. Yeah. Him. If anyone could make it, it is Del Rey. And at the end of the day, he went into this knowing the risks. And he wouldn't choose. At least I would like to think that the person we've been following for months now wouldn't choose have us rescue him at the risk of our own lives. I just hate leaving someone without an extraction plan. We don't have the funds or the means for fancy extraction plans. Delray would say the same thing about any of us if we got if we got cornered or captured or whatever. It's about, essentially, it's about survival at this point. And as as a leader, he's going to know that. If you walk into something that could lead to death, you need to make your peace with dying. I've made my peace with it, but while I have a have the chance and the choice to back the fuck up, I'm going to. Oh. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, and that's an alertness role, not an awareness role. Shut the I didn't fuck know up. Shit. <laughs> <gasps> no. Was it only one role or are we all allowed since we're sort of here? Um... I'll allow everyone else to do it as well. I succeeded 34 on an 80. Cool. I'm not going to (laughs) try. There you go. Um, And that actually works out because those two are the ones really arguing about it at this moment when you see uh, some people walking down the street. What do they look like? Um, at this distance, it's hard to tell. Um, there, There's a man with a beard. Um, person next to him, it's difficult to see whether it's a man or a woman. Or non-binary. Um, it's at a distance where it's difficult to take make out any like features. Okay. 
Um, they they are walking down, but they are scanning the streets, like look looking in every direction. Since I didn't see anything, I'm just going to reply to Emlyn and just kind of you'll see that the emotion yep. that I had on my face just leaves immediately and just stone kind of cold close off. I just go, okay. <laughs> she was saying that we should leave him to die. <laughs> And I said, okay. <laughs> I said, all right, I'll turn off my uh, my emotion brain yeah. because cool. I was awesome. having a bit of a moment. <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, that. In all fairness. I think in the edit, I'm going to flip that closer. So it's just like, okay. And then you guys will roll, roll the uh, alertness. Listen, that's, that's what Eliza said. I didn't so. say that we should leave him to die. I just said we shouldn't follow him into death. Mm -hmm. Those are different. Very different things. Eliza needs fucking Well, therapy. now that we've had this discussion, I can't <laughs> edit around it either because then this conversation makes no fucking sense. All right, cool. Now everyone knows I'm just a dumbass who can't follow a basic conversation. Uh, I think they've gotten that by now. <laughs> now, see, you can get away with saying that stuff, but I try it and he's just like, bullying me. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I think I would have had the same reaction to you saying it too. I I, I think I've defended right. myself enough today. <laughs> no, you just you defended yourself <laughs> enough like over the last couple of weeks, not today. Mm. That's right. Yes, sorry. <laughs> today uh mm. yeah, this week, you know, I was just feel like I really deserved it. All right, Dasha, uh, you showing us compared some shit? to the last week and the week before, where, where I really Stuck up for myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I'll say, um, I think Dasha says, Del Rey might have made peace with his death as leaders in this situation do, but I haven't. And there's bad news coming right now. And I point out to can I see, the street where the people can are Can I see down. that one of them has a beard? Or windows closing. And it is smooth. Jeff is the one back at camp, right? And the hairy yeah. one was the one that left. And Harry Jeff did leave. Smooth with Jeff is the one Del back Rey, at camp. Correct, yes. Harry Jeff is the one okay. who went with uh, Delray. One of them looks like Harry Jeff. Yes. Can you see? Do I think he looks like Harry Jeff or do I think he just looks like a man with a beard? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> and that's what was cracking me up about this conversation was I was like, uh, I didn't, I was purposely not trying to give away any descriptive remarks because it's far enough away that you just can't tell. It's just a man with a beard. It could be Harry <laughs> Jeff. 
You see a beard. I've connected the dots. <laughs> I've connected that them. That must mean it's Harry Jeff, I guess. <laughs> Listen, if I can see that beard from this far away, but I can't really see who it is, yeah. that's got to oh, be a big heckin' the beard. Bread, the breadcrumbs, for sure. Yeah, it, it is like a full, big, bushy beard. I mean, uh, it's, it's also the you apocalypse. Could make that out. True. Yeah. It's I don't know. Smooth Jeff has something as, going on. As far as what I've seen, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to uh, ask, actually, now that Dash has pointed, it, pointed uh, the people out to us, um, you said the sun was just coming up. Um, so it's not like well, after the thirty minutes rest, it is like up, but it, it's it'll be up, but it's slow, but it's not going to be full daylight, right? Because like it takes no, a little longer be... for the sun to rise for for it to be equivalent of daylight. I. I... I don't think so. Usually sunrise is pretty quick. Like from it being the peaches and cream to just being blue skies, but low hanging sun, which is where it's at now. I think that's about. But if it's low hanging. 30 minutes. Yeah. But if it's low hanging and you literally just said about buildings and stuff, there are going to be a bunch of shadows. around. Oh, there's tons of shadows. If that's what you're. Yeah. So it's not going to be like a full light. (laughs) Okay. That's. Yes, with the context of what you're asking, yes, correct. So this group of people who are just walking walking and scanning, presumably with their eyes open, is there any light coming from the group? It's like, are they glowing? Because we'd be able it to see that. Is... <laughs> you know, we didn't really establish which direction you're approaching from. And I think that changes this answer dramatically, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, not really. If re- the sun's coming up in a direction I mean, where not really. the shadows wouldn't... Because even with the sun up, right? Unless you're in the middle of the day, in the middle of summer, that light is going to bounce off something. Uh, Give me... Everyone can give me an alertness check um, because that is a very valid point. I got a 61 on a 50 failure. No, I didn't. That's somebody that else. That was me. Role. Yep. I got a 34 on an 80 success. <laughs> Woo. <Nice. laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> I can't, I can't see shit. I, I really need more contacts. Yeah, now I've got an 86 on a 20. I'm not the most alert bitch. <laughs> We're both blind. We both need an optometrist. Yeah. So as you're looking out at them, trying to identify anything about them, uh, you do see that uh, as they look around, um, light is reflecting off of surfaces. I'm going to need to give you more. 